Thank you for checking out Talks with Tyler ISD. I'm your host, Jennifer Hines, and today we have with us a kindergarten teacher because we are going to be talking about all things kindergarten today. And joining us is Miranda Duncan. And Miranda, you have been working with little children for about 10 years yes. now. So you know a lot about kindergartners, yes. what they're going through, what they're experiencing and all of that. Tell us a little bit about your background though. First, you grew up in Louisiana. Yes, I'm from Louisiana and um, I loved school growing up. I had a lot of Great teachers from the start to the finish till I finished high school. Um, I actually played school a lot when <laughs> yes. I was little. <laughs> so you knew right away that yes. you wanted to be a teacher, and they kind of inspired you to, yes. to go into this profession. Yes. I actually had a second-grade teacher. She was moving to be the librarian the next year, and she gave me all of her materials. So I took all that home. My stuffed animals got grades on their oh, papers. <laughs> yes. So just doing little things like that really touched me and made me feel special. And um, I just had a great educational experience. I love that. And then you wanted to make others have that same feeling that yes. you got that your second grade teacher gave you. Yes. I, I love that. And so you went on, you got your degree, and then you, um, you've not only taught kindergarten, but you've taught pre-K. Um, and then special ed, adaptive PE. I mean, you have a wide range, yes. a wide background. I've kind of been all over the place, which gives me a lot of different experiences. So I think that's really nice. But I've been, like you said, with elementary for um, 10 years now. And I'm a first generational generation college student. So mm-hmm. that um, is something, another experience that I can talk about. And um, I just really, like you said, um passionate about children and I love watching them experience things for the first time. That's kind of what drew me in watching their face when they learn something the first time or something, they get that letter and that sound together. And, um, that part is just really rewarding and they are so excited and it makes me feel okay to be excited and be animated with them. I love that. Well, yes, because kindergartners, they have so much energy. They're yes. so curious. Um, let's talk a little bit about why kindergarten is so important. I mean, this truly is their kind of first, if they didn't go to a pre-K program, this is really their first impression of what school and what their education for the next several years is going to be like. Yes. So like you said, this is their first experience. So you want this to go well, because this kind of sets the tone for their educational experience, they you want them to be excited to go to school, be ready to learn, and um, that is my top priority. I want them to feel very loved and very welcome. I get called mommy a lot. Yeah, you and, you you joke that you're kind of the school mom because yes. they'll they'll kind of forget there, but you're in that role kind of yes. uh, as school mom, so yes. to speak, and. Um, you know, they, they, sometimes they'll just come up and say, Miss Duncan, I need a hug. Aww. And that's okay. That I want them to feel comfortable with like that with me and, um, be loved, like I said. And, um, yeah, very nurturing. It is just this loving and nurturing environment. Yes. And, and also they're, um, you know, it's safe and, you know, they feel that's one of the things is they always want to, you know, they, when they feel safe, they open up and they're expressive exactly. and ready to learn. And once they get there, I think one of the big things is just for them to learn how to be at school, kind of the, 
the process of what you do when you first get there in the morning and how all of that works. Yes. So we do a lot of modeling. So teaching them, you take your backpack, it goes on the hook, you take your red folder out that we use daily, just teaching them that routine and giving them that independence. And they they can do it. They are rocking it. And it just takes a few times of showing them. But those doing those tasks independently is so important for them. Oh, absolutely. And in that builds their confidence as well. I mean, we have now in Tyler ISD one-to-one devices for all of our students. So we even have kindergartners at their young age logging themselves onto the laptops to access their schoolwork. They, um, They actually, when I talked to them about, I was asking them some of their favorite things, and that is one of their favorite things to do. They love their literacy games and their math games on their computer. They love that independence of being able to take their own laptop and go log on themselves. And learning is such a big part. You know, it's the ABCs, it's the one, two, threes, but it's also that social emotional connection because you learn so much better when you are with a peer and with several peers to, to work on that part. Yes. We do a lot of, um, feeling stories in the beginning, how you're feeling, talking about those feelings. And it is okay to be sad or, upset and saying and saying that those feelings are okay at school and walking them through that and that helps them like you said feel safe and loved and it's okay to be myself because Miss Ev- Duncan is yeah okay everybody by- has has yes. different emotions I think too what's really good is is y'all teach them some of the different names for those emotions because a lot of children you know when they're younger they just think oh well I'm either happy sad or angry something like that but it's like well you're not really angry or sad you might be frustrated because you're finding this a little bit difficult here let me help you um yes. some of those different emotion names so they can really pinpoint how they're feeling and teaching them that you may feel more than one emotion so you may be excited about school, but you may also be kind of nervous because it is something new. Right. And that those motions mix and flow just like everything else. Absolutely. Well, I think that that's um, so important. And then the other thing that y'all really focus on is is the foundation. Reading is key. I mean, that is. is that's really the number one when you're starting in kindergarten. Yes, that is the base for everything. You need to know your letters and your sounds. That is where we, we start at the bottom and that mm-hmm. they have to learn how to read, to do science, to do social studies, to do their math. And so that is a main, main focus. We hit the ground running with that. And when you do go through this process, you you do have children that are going to come that already know some of this stuff, some that may right. not. And so it does end up becoming sort of a customized learning experience. Exactly. So every student um, on our campus in kindergarten they get a homework bag and it is customized customized for them. So that student that's working on their letters and sounds, they're going home with games and things that focuses on that. Now this student over here may already know their letters and sounds, so they're working on their sight words and they've got um, like a beginning level reading book in their bag. I love that. Well, learning these skills, this is all building on that foundation for the later years but let's talk a little bit more about, you know, what's the day like? What What is a day in kindergarten like? Well, they are very curious, and you want a curious kid. That oh, is, yes. I know that sometimes them asking 100 questions. I know, you're like, oh, old. can you please stop? I mean, I have three kids. I have three girls, and I have one that, I mean, she will ask you every question. She'll ask it 10 different ways. 
but you want that. That's yes. excitement and curiosity. Yes. And that's them showing you that they want to know. They want to learn. I have a great example of this. Princeton, we're in dismissal. So we're he's sitting there waiting on his ride. And he says, um, I don't know what I do when I finish all the grades. Oh. And I said, well, what do you think you want to be when you grow up? And he said, a teacher, of oh. course, you know, proud <laughs> that teacher warmed your heart. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, then you need to go to college for a few years, and they are going to teach you how to be a teacher. And um, then I said, I asked him if he wanted to work with big kids or little kids, and he said little kids. <laughs> and then I said, well, once you get your degree, you can go, you can teach, come back and teach here in Tyler. You can go teach in California. You can teach in Dallas. And it, you saw that light bulb click uh, he you said, can teach anywhere yes. yes he said i can teach in dallas like yeah. just <laughs> taking their little questions and expanding mm -hmm. their knowledge not just answering their question but expanding that and yes. teaching them even more than what they just asked right because that just opened up his mind i mean and dallas isn't even that far away but it's right. like there is a whole other world out there where you get to go and do and be exactly and and i, and I love that because that's also kind of touching on the seven habits as a yes. leadership um, school based school beginning with the end in mind. And that's kind of what he was, was doing. Yes. With that. And yesterday, that was three days, three or four days ago. And he said, yesterday when we were at dismissal, he said, I asked Mr. Shelby if he would hire me. Oh. And, <laughs> I love and it. And so he was still thinking about that. Something that we talked of, just a little casual conversation that we it's had. Still, it's in still in his mind. mind. Yes, yeah, it's they, still in his mind. He's working it through. He yes. knows what he wants to do. Well, kindergarten, as I think about it, you know, back when I was in kindergarten, kindergarten was like a half day program. There wasn't, you know, it, it's, it is an optional thing within the state, but highly, highly encouraged. And so there wasn't a lot of emphasis on it that I remember and recall growing up, but now it is a full fledged program. Yes. The earlier they can get experiences, the better off your child is going to be. And putting them in kindergarten, like you said, it is not, it's not the kindergarten I went through, you went through. Right. We are learning, they're learning how to research a topic. That's what we're working wow. on right now. So breaking them into small groups and doing research, they're five and they know mm -hmm. how to do that. To log on a computer and look up, we're talking about things that hatch from eggs. Yes. And look up a topic. And, um, they are super capable of that too. It's not that we have, you're pushing them out of yes, a limit that they don't yeah. have. They are so capable and they are probably excited to be um, given these opportunities to learn and to discover and be the one that's going through that process. Um, we were actually doing a little passage yesterday and it's just, it was a short thing we were working on um, inferencing, like taking things that you know and answering a question based off what you know in the story. And it was, um, a leafy sea dragon was what the passage was about. <laughs> and then we had to look it up. They, you know, mm -hmm. they didn't know. So we took a, a few more seconds, looked up that animal, talked about it. And I mean, their little faces when they, they're like, oh Just, my gosh, you know, they had no clue that that even existed. Right. Yes. I'll never forget when I uh, showed my daughter the picture of, um, actually it was a little video of a seahorse. She's yes. like, wait, that's a real thing. I was like, yes, here, yes. let me show you. Yeah. It's, and we talked about that. We compared it to the seahorse. Oh, how fun. You, 
Yes, and then it has a snout, and then we talked about an anteater. You know, it just went blossom from there. I love that, all that curiosity. And so it is, it's very active and and, um, engaging. And then y'all also use a lot of play to teach. I mean, you mentioned, even when you said the word homework, which I know that makes some parents cringe, but it's not homework, it's games that they find fun that they're learning from. Well, and they want to learn. And just taking... I think parents sometimes think, oh, my gosh, when they think homework, they're thinking, I've got to sit down and do two hours of work. And it's not. It is not like that at all. If you take five minutes to go over sight words, Mm -hmm. just in the car on the way home, it doesn't even have to be a formal. We sit down at the dining table and practice these flashcards. Just have them get them out when they're in the car on their way home. They're still in school mode. Yep. They can just be they flipping can just through. flip through those cards, flip through their letters and do their sounds. Taking that little bit of time makes a huge, huge difference. So a lot about kindergarten is um, really just kind of figuring out, you know, the routine and the experience of being yes. at school. That's that's really important. And then also bringing in all of these different learning um, you know, through the reading and the sight words and kind of building that foundation, it really is way more, as you mentioned, than your ABCs and your one, two, threes. Yes. I mean, research that just kind of blew my mind when you said that. Cause I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. I guess they do do yes. that. You know, it's, they are capable of doing so many things at that age. And then it's great to see them collaborate and work together, yes. uh, through different problems and be problem solvers or, or even from the social emotional side, if they have a conflict um, among themselves on the playground, seeing them be, you know, learning how to work through those and, okay, well, we need to share the ball. Okay, you use it for a little exactly. bit, then I'll use it for a little bit and kind of work through all of that. As a parent, I know uh, somebody listening at home, and I remember I felt this way sending off my first and then my second and then my third to kindergarten. It's like, okay, what do, what can I do now to make sure that my child is ready for kindergarten, especially when you are, um, you haven't done a pre-K program or maybe this is switching them from a pre-K program to a new campus. It's all new. What are some things that you or some advice that you could give to parents that are getting ready to send their babies to kindergarten? Cause I know it is. That's, it yeah, is. that's what it feels like. It is. Um, making sure that they can do little things that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think about zipping up their jacket independently, buttoning their pants independently, their shirt. Being able to do those little things makes a huge difference for the kid because then they, they're not constantly saying, oh, my gosh, what do I do? This is my first day of school, and I don't know how to get my jacket off. Right. Um, and if they know the letters in their name, they know how to write their name, that's wonderful. If they don't. We take care of that. We do a lot of Play-Doh, a lot of tracing, and a lot of fun games to um, to help them to help them learn, learn yes. their name. And it, we may give them the letters, have them put them in the right order. And that's another thing you can do at home: cut up a piece of paper and put their letter, each letter of their name, on there, and just let and them put them, them in order. Yes, well, um, it's kind of like your sight words; they're learning by sight, but fine motor skills, like yes. making their name out of Play-Doh or, or tracing their name. That really is helpful yes. for them. Um, like you said, tracing that writing, using those little tiny muscles in their hands, mm-hmm. that writing is hard for them, you know, yeah. and um, they've already got a little bit of that base at home that helps them come into the classroom and then practicing opening their lunch themselves, sit it down, 
uh, unzip your lunchbox. Can you mm-hmm. open your Lunchable or your applesauce, your milk carton, if you're getting a tray from the lunchroom? They have to be able to open all those things. Right. And those are like, those little bitty things make a big difference. They do, because if they're waiting for somebody um, in the lunchroom to come over and help them open it, they could be sitting there a while because you yes. have a, you know, a large group in there eating lunch at the same time. Or, you know, if it's time to go out to recess and... 10 kids need their shoes tied. Well, it's going to take a while and that's going to take away from their recess. It's it like slows it down, yes. I guess, so to yeah, speak. Shoe so, tying. Yes, yes. That's another one that would be very, very helpful. Yes. And I was uh, talking to a friend of mine the other day and she was saying, these are great skills that you can build on. So, you know, first, like making sure they can put their coat on. Okay. Now that they can independently put their coat on, now can they zip yes. it up or snap the buttons or however, you know, if there's a string that needs to be tied or anything like that, uh, same with the shoes or maybe yes. it's Velcro for a little bit, uh, but all of that does make a difference and you can kind yes. of build on those skills um, yes. to take it one step further. Well, and talking about building, putting it in their backpack by themselves thinking okay it's gotten hot my jacket needs to go in my backpack well it wasn't in there this morning i have to add that with my lunch box in my daily folder Mm -hmm. those kind of things they'll come up and say miss duncan this stuff doesn't fit and then we'll have to say oh but it does we've got to work through this and get everything in that backpack and zipping it back up right (laughs) they'll go out with it it open (laughs) exactly so we've talked about you know learning their names it's great if they know their sounds or their letters don't be intimidated though because if your child doesn't know any of this this is where y'all can start with them and and, and bringing them up to speed to where they need to be and even if you um or maybe kind of self-conscious about, oh, I don't know about teaching them their sounds. I don't want to teach them incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Just sit down and read some books to them. Yes. Reading is so important, and they want to do what you want to do. So if you're modeling that for them, they know, okay, reading is important. That's something I need to know how to do. Yes. And you can read what they love if you do like a voice. <laughs> and read with enthusiasm, that gets them going. They love that. And they love a good book. My kids will ask, when are we, if I'm, we're a little off our schedule, mm-hmm. when are we reading a book today, Miss Duncan? Is that what we're reading today? Oh, yes. You know, they get excited about those stories. Absolutely. And I bet they love it if you even let them pick it out for yes. sure. Yes. <laughs> so fun. So you also have reading, but let's talk a little bit about math and numbers. That's another just easy thing to do in the car. You know, yes. how many, you know, as you're, say you're on a road trip, how many cows do you see in that field? One, two, three, let's count them or, exactly. you know, that sort of thing, getting those, those lower numbers down. Yes. Counting um, is very important. And if they can recognize number zero through nine, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you can say, can you count the white cars? And are like, you're talking about the cows that may even spark a whole nother conversation with them. Right. You know, that cow's black and that cow is spotted. Or how many different kinds of cows are there? You know, when they, when you start that conversation, it can build into whatever they, wherever they want to take it. Really? Right. Cause they'll ask. Cause they they'll will. Ask they will. With, with such curiosity. Um, I think another big thing you had mentioned a little bit ago about the, the, the lunch and making sure that they can open all of it. But I think a big thing too is, and, it, and this also goes back to the whole routine is learning to clean up after themselves, like yes. putting everything back in its place. That is a part of, you know, some of these are, are great things that are going to be helpful at home too. Yes. I know parents will appreciate that. Well, and actually we talk about that 
this is our home. This is our school home. We have to take care of it. It is very, it's just as important as your home that you go home to in the afternoon. So we practice. How do we clean up our lunch? We don't, if we spill something, we don't just leave it there. Mm -hmm. We have to go get paper towels and clean that up. If I spill milk on the floor, I need to ask for a mop. We have to clean, Miss Duncan will clean that up. We have to clean those things up. And just teaching them that if you, this is another one. They go to put it in the trash can and it doesn't get in the trash can. Ah. Their, a, a napkin falls out or their applesauce lid falls out. We pick those things up. We don't just leave it there. Yes. And then you can carry that on at home. I'm thinking yeah. right now, I'm yes. like, oh, I need to go have a conversation with my daughters again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know that you had the opportunity to talk to some of your uh, some of your. As students, a little bit about like what they would say to incoming kindergartners. And I thought that that would be fun to share yes. what, from their perspective, what they would share about kindergarten. Yes. I told them, um, where I was going. Well, because of course, you know, if you're not, if you're not in class, yes. yes. Why are you not with me? And, um, so I asked them some of their favorite things about kindergarten first. And they said learning mm-hmm. and then the station. So that's when they, get to get on their computers. That is done independently. We also do a lot of literacy games and they're set out based on their reading level and they get to go pick that game. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier about they like their independence. So getting to choose their game, choose which literacy game they're on on their computer. They love all that. That was the first thing they said. And then they're learning. And then Another student said the literacy games on the computer. I love that. Well, and tell us a little bit more about stations. Um, I, some people refer to them as centers. Some people refer to them as stations. A little bit of an interchangeable word, I would think, right yes. there. Um, kind of explain like how that works, like how they can work their way around the room, because that gives you some really great almost one-on-one time yes. with, with students as well. Um, well, and stations, like you said, they move. So that gives them that movement. So we're not having to stop and take that brain break because they're moving from the carpet to their table. Mm-hmm. And so they're getting that little bit of just enough movement that they don't need that break. Right. And so they'll come to, um, we have the teacher table, and that's when they get that one-on-one. They love that one-on-one time. It's mm-hmm. just like at home. They need that one-on-one interaction with yes. you. And, um, that is when I get full engagement Mm because they know they have my attention 100% on them and they love that. We, we do a lot of reading there. We'll do some games there and then they'll move to the carpet, which is on the floor, gives them that movement again. Mm -hmm. They're picking their literacy game out Mm -hmm. and then they'll move to writing. Mm -hmm. So they pick their own topic. I have probably 50 topics. They Uh go pick a topic card. They write about their topic. They have a writing folder that kind of gives them those writing prompts because Mm -hmm. writing is hard for, you know, making a full sentence. That's hard. Yeah. Thinking, putting what's in my head on paper. And so they go to writing, they do their listening on their computers Mm -hmm. and then they do reading and reading. um, They go pick their book again. And yes. then they'll find their sight words and they'll write them on a dry erase board and um, they'll, you know, finish their book and they go get another book. When the timer goes off, they hear that cleanup song. They know it's, it's, it's time to it's time get going to and up. get moving. Well, the independence thing, um, that is is a really I want to kind of touch on that before we move back to what your students were saying. But 
the independent saying that is something that you can do at home. It's okay. We need to put on a jacket. Do you want the red jacket or the blue jacket? It's not really a question of, are you going to wear the jacket or not? Cause you know, it's cold outside as a parent. It's which one do you want? Or, Hey, where would you like to brush your teeth today? Do you want to brush your teeth in the kitchen, the bathroom? Yes. You know, that's mom and dad's bathroom, uh, giving them those choice opportunities and you're still getting accomplished what needs to be accomplished. That's a great way for yes. them to start getting that independence. Well, and giving them those choices, it helps with independence. It shows them that what they say is important. Absolutely. And we want to hear what they have to say and what they say has value. And so it's teaching that early and that gives mm-hmm. them that confidence to mm-hmm. raise their hand in class. Or when the teacher calls on them, they will just freely speak. We do like a kind of a daily check-in. And it'll be a random question. And I mm-hmm. said the other day, um, tell me which emoji you feel like. Oh, I love that. And what so, emoji? Yes. So one of them said he feels like the guy running because he's really fast. Oh. And I thought that was brilliant. It wasn't just, you know, and there's nothing wrong with the happy faces, but he thought yeah. outside of the box. He thought like the, the down the, the few swipes away emoji. Yes. That's awesome. Or, <laughs> I feel like the unicorn because I'm so happy and I feel like a hundred percent like a rainbow. That's what Cadence said. <laughs> and it's just those things I'm thinking, and they blow my mind when they come up with those I things. Love that. And that also circles in the social emotional yes. part as well as the, as they yes. do that. I love that. Um, okay. So let's, let's hear. I know that they said learning was one of their favorite things. Yes. What were some of the other ones? Um, well, then we went into, I asked them, I said, okay, pretend you're in first grade now and you see a whole new crew of kindergartners coming in. What do you think they need to know? What would you tell them that is so important to know to be a kindergartner, a great kindergartner? And they said helping your friends. Mm-hmm. So learning how to help be helpful to each other which I thought was perfection, you yes. know, and it is learning how to share and play with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them said, Jesse said, following directions. That's good. So listening and following, to, <laughs> following directions is so important. And then um, I had another little girl. She said to know your numbers because you're going to learn how to add them and subtract them. Oh, that's yes. big. I thought that was great. That is wonderful. And I loved how they all kind of picked different things that they liked. And of course, too, I mean, we need to mention, you know, not all of this that they're learning is in the classroom. They also go to PE. They also have recess every day. They have art. They have music. So you really are uh, kind of touching on all the different things for the child. And they go to um, character ed with the counselor. Mm -hmm. And then we even get them outside um, sometimes, too. And we'll do like a sight word hunt. So there's sight words on cards all in the courtyard and you write, walk around with your clipboard and they write down all the sight words that we do. We try to get it out of the box and out of the norm and that keeps them interested and that's fun. And they're moving around. They're getting that movement. They're getting, they're getting their wiggles out. They're getting that movement. They're not just stuck in a chair all day. Exactly. Um, So definitely don't have that vision if that's what you're picturing kindergarten um, to be, but definitely lots of fun and play and just a very nurturing environment. I yes. love that. Well, one thing too that parents uh, may want to know about is that we currently have a checklist on if your child is kindergarten ready, and it is a great resource for if any parents are wanting to kind of go through and see maybe what their child should know before they get to kindergarten, things that they can be working on now. So that is always 
um, a great resource and they'll be able to get that on our kindergarten page on our website. And the reason that we're even talking about kindergarten is because kindergarten registration is going to be open on April 15th. So parents, if you're listening at home, go ahead and kind of mark that on your calendar. One of the great things too is a tour, touring the school. You can go and tour the school. You can call the school directly and they'll set up a time. You can come through, talk to the teachers, talk to the principal, the counselors, and uh, be able to kind of get a really good feel for what it's like exactly. in the classroom. See the classrooms firsthand. They're very colorful, yes, very interactive. So that's always fun to see. And the website, if y'all are interested in learning a little bit more, is tylerisd.org forward slash kinder, and you'll find all sorts of great resources there, uh, including we're going to link this podcast to that page so that the parents can get a hold of that, or you can even share it with a friend to find out if your student is kindergarten ready. Well, we do want to thank you so much for joining us today for this episode of Talks with Tyler ISD. We hope that you will share this episode with your friends and family and remind them that they can always get this on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Until next time, have a great day.